Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Some people in the NFT community are always searching for the next wave to ride. You may hear things like, women-led projects are the big thing right now, or minority-ran projects or founded projects are the next big thing. Well, before I respond to all of that, I just want to say I'm pretty sure you have purchased a whole bunch of things in the last week. And I'd like to ask you, what percentage of those purchases were made because the owner of that business was either a woman or a minority? If you're honest with yourself, I'd probably say that is a very slim percentage. So when it comes to buying these NFTs or jumping into these projects solely because someone is a female or someone is a minority, I think it's almost counterproductive and laughable. So that is what we're going to dive in today's episode. If you have noticed lately, I've been tweeting a lot about female-led projects, these projects that were founded by teams of women or primarily women. However, I'm not sharing these because they are women-led projects. The title of this episode is People-Led Projects, and that is sarcastic, but great projects or great companies, great products, whatever it might be, honestly, if I have a problem and you have the solution, it does not matter exactly what your ethnicity is or what your uh, gender is or whatever it might be. So when it comes to these projects and these great ideas, I think leading with that is a little offensive to the great work that these teams are putting together and the projects that they are building. And just solely focusing on those uh, type of things rather than this team is doing amazing things. However, as I said, if you've noticed the last few projects that I've been tweeting about and really have been interacting or even purchased or minted have been female-led projects. Well, why is that? First of all, I want to ask you, when you first came into this whole crypto Twitter space, do you remember what that was like? It's like almost like the whole world opened up for you because one minute you just found out about this space, but as soon as you found that first profile or that first person in a Twitter space or whatever it might be, it just seems like the rabbit hole just keeps going deeper and deeper. You start to find more people into that niche or that community. And before you know, you are full degen and you're just having all the connections and you're on discord servers. And it's like the whole world just basically changed for you by that first profile that you clicked on. And honestly, it doesn't matter what topic or what niche you're looking for. It doesn't matter if this we're speaking about Twitter or any space for that matter. There is a group or a niche, I should say, that is really the correct pronunciation of the word. However, let's say you're someone who is looking for postpartum moms or you're someone who's looking for Caribbean coders or you're someone who's looking for wilderness, nature photographers, Pokemon enthusiasts or drone race pilots. All of these are different areas that I have either stumbled upon or uh, came into contact with while discovering different things in these NFT spaces. And honestly, once you find one of these people and you continue to go down this rabbit hole, you'll start to find more projects, more profiles, and more of their contacts like that. And it literally opens up a whole different world to you, a whole subsection of things and interests that you never even knew about and knew that there is a thriving, vibrant, community centered around that. And that's sort of what happens when you go down into the quote unquote world of female led projects, because a lot of these founders or whatever it is, they are going to also associate with and highlight and amplify other people that they have likenesses with. And this does not say that they're only amplifying them because they are female. It just so happens that once you step into that world where a female led founder, 
finds that to be the norm and they also are associating with other high level females, then they're going to attract different people. And yesterday I said that you are the average of the five people or however many people that you keep in your circles. Once you end up in these circles and you're attracting all these different people and you step into that world, you're going to find out that those people are doing the same thing. They're attracting people also like that. And really, that's why these worlds just open up. And after finding one female-led project, which was primarily because I was doing my research on women tribe then i ended up stumbling into a whole bunch of other great projects and i was like wow like there are so many amazing great products and so just at the same time i ended up started sharing out a lot about the women tribe 90s babe crypto tech women and a few other projects i honestly did not plan it it just so happens that once i went down that rabbit hole as i'm explaining great things were popping up and i'm sure these things will come in waves as far as you know what i discover because once i dive into something i really like to explore everything I meet different people and hear different perspectives. And that is how I discover different windows or different niches, if you will. And that is why it seems like all of a sudden I had interest in female-led projects. But honestly, that is not the case. And let's say if tomorrow I ended up with one of those wilderness photographers or Pokemon enthusiasts or whatever it might be that I said, those are honestly all niches or niches that I have discovered. And I'm sure if I dive into one of those projects, it's only going to open up even more of a world for me and who knows what that's going to lead to. But there's really two things that are playing into the factor of this right now. Number one is the Twitter algorithm itself or whatever platform you're on. This could be on YouTube, Facebook, or whatever. Wherever you're using to discover content or information, you have to understand that the platform has a goal of keeping you on that platform as long as possible. So Twitter does not want you to get bored and then end up going to YouTube or TikTok or somewhere else. What they're going to do is serve up the content that you seem to be clicking on a lot. And once I start to click on these female-led projects and interacting with uh, people that are interested in these projects, they're going to show me more content that is related to the things that they are liking and what they are following. So it's almost sending a signal to Twitter, (laughs) the algorithm, if you will, saying that this is what I'm interested in and they don't want me to go. They don't want me to sign off and go do something else. They want me to keep clicking. So there is also that at play, but then there is another thing too, which is called the frequency illusion, or it's also known as the the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon, or in plain English, frequency bias. And what that means is once you start to see something that is, let's say you get a new car, all of a sudden you have a brand new Toyota Camry and you start to drive on the road. As soon as you drive off of that lot, you're going to start to see Toyota Camrys literally everywhere. And let's say it is a different car color. I can think of the other day, my wife and I were on a road trip and we said, you know, I've never seen a vehicle that color. And less than two miles later, we end up seeing a vehicle of that same color. And that's because once your brain notices it, takes notice of it, it starts to search for that, uh, whether it be actively or subconsciously. So now that's starting to jump out more at you. So if you're looking for, or if you stumble into any of these rabbit holes, if you will, yes, the Twitter algorithm is playing with what you're clicking on and what you seem to be interested on. So it's trying to rope you in. But also your brain is going to start to identify things more because let's say two weeks before you stumbled into one of these uh, rabbit holes, 
a post or a tweet or a piece of content came up on your newsfeed that was related to it, but you just never even realized it. So that week goes by and then you finally click something, you end up in that rabbit hole. Now you're going to go back to your main feed and realize, wait a minute, there's three or four posts or uh, pieces of content that are also related to this. How come I didn't see this before? This was there before I clicked into the other one. But again, it's that whole thing. The recency of seeing that new thing really just activates your brain up to be able to uh, search for it more and you're to start to see it more. So again, it doesn't matter if it's a brand new car, a particular color of a building or whatever it is, these NFT projects, that is just how the brain works. And you're going to start to identify these things more often. A lot of people say different things like, okay, this is definitely the the, the new wave, these female-led projects, minority-led projects, or whatever it might be. But generally speaking, I don't think that a, a, a lot of people are solely making the purchase and hopping from project to project because of who's leading it. I think it just so happens that once they step into that world, that it just opens up all of these different opportunities and things for them because they're starting to see it more often and like, wow, like all this was before me and I would just was not looking in that direction. And don't get me wrong, there are some people that are literally in this and they are following the wave and riding the next trend and they're crunching the data and I understand that, but generally speaking, the average person that is just trying to find a project that really resonates with them, whether it be culturally or whatever it is that they stand for a certain cause, I don't think they're necessarily uh, leading out of the gate with that because a lot of us, when we stumble into this space, it... It is really by accident. It's like one of our friends is interested in something or maybe we see a particular icon or a photo, a PFP or something that really just sparks our interest. We end up clicking on that and then we start to interact with that one person and then they they open up the world to us because there's a lot of people that I know personally that have come into this NFT space or uh, crypto space, Web3, whatever it might be by stumbling on something. I think of even myself, really, I was listening to a business podcast. This is the type thing where this entrepreneur is on fire. That's the name of the show. And he he interviews different entrepreneurs and founders and all sorts of different companies. There's no really any one type of company. It just so happens to be that they're all entrepreneurs. And on this one particular episode, which was on May 4th, 2021, the guest was someone that was in the Web3 space. And from that, it opened up the whole world of NFTs and everything for me. And I just went down that rabbit hole and I hit the ground running and really there was no looking back from that point. And to think that was literally just a little bit over nine months ago, it seems like I've been in this space for literally years. However, honestly, all the research that I've done, all the time and everything, it really was kicked off by that one interview that I heard on a business podcast. Now, going forward, all these different projects that are now on my radar as far as female-led, minority-led, or whatever it might be, charity causes, all these different things, it's honestly not like I am actively looking for those things. It's just that, as I said, once I step into it, all those other factors play in and they start to pop up. So I think as you explore the space, the more projects that you do find, once you find find your specific niche that really jumps out to you, that makes you want to go down that rabbit hole and start clicking, you'll be shocked to find out that there is a whole world that you had no idea. And I like to think of the whole theme song from Aladdin. And of course, I did mention the 90s big project because that really opened up a huge 
rabbit hole for me. But the theme song from that 90s movie, which happens to be the first movie that I ever saw in theaters, was A Whole New World. Aladdin puts Jasmine on that flying carpet and he starts to show her the world and just opens her eyes up to all these different things. Honestly, that is what it is like when you stumble into one of these rabbit holes. And hopefully, however you stumble upon this show and came down this rabbit hole, you're enjoying the fall or the trip or whatever you want to call it with me. And I hope I'm providing some value to you that you're actually enjoying this content and really understanding how I'm speaking about this stuff other than here is the new drop that's coming out. This is what you can flip to make money because I'm not into making that side of uh, content because at the end of the day, I think that if you are someone who really wants to do that, you're going to find it because that is fast moving and time sensitive information. So waiting on a daily podcast for such a thing like that really might not even be productive in the grand scheme of that type of lifestyle. But hopefully I am presenting this stuff in a way that is understandable to everyone in whatever background or goal that they're from, whether they're from a business background or they're just trying to make sense of this space as to see what sort of real world value does it have? Because a lot of people I come across don't really understand the value of an NFT or why we are spending this money. But if you look or if you listen to the last few episodes, I think I have given some great examples of projects that happen to be female led and they also provide this same approach. And if you find any value in that, you're interested in this content, I would really appreciate some feedback. Whatever podcast app that you are listening to, whether it be Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcast, anything really, I would appreciate a review. It really does a lot for helping new listeners find the show. And also it helps me to understand and feel out what the audience is thinking. And constructive criticism is always welcome. So I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode going on this journey with me. And I look forward to the next episode. So later, the Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.